This is a bonus episode of the Fearless Launching Show. Today, I've got an amazing guest to share with you. I feel like she's been on the podcast before. And if she hasn't, that is just ridiculous, first of all. But she's someone who I've known since the very beginning of my business. We were in our, I was in my very first coaching program with her. Uh, It was run by Marie Forleo back in the day. And we're going to talk about that. But we're also going to talk about her long-running planathon live event that she runs online. It's a virtual event, so you don't have to be there in person. And it's, I could not believe how long it's been running. So I'm going to let her share all that with you. But Amber McHugh is my guest today. I can't wait for you to dive into our conversation. We do go a little bit all over the place because we're friends and we we know a lot about each other. And I just get excited hearing her talk about not just her business as it relates to the planathon and all of the things that she does in that side of her business, but also I love hearing her talk about her boudoir boudoir photography business as well so I think you're going to really love this um Amber is the real flipping deal here people she is so smart and she's so amazing and you know what I I just love her to death and I can't wait for you to meet her if you don't know her already so I'll see you on the other side Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. Was that January when we saw each other last? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I flew all the way from, I flew from Ethiopia yep. for that trip. And we had a client event there. And Anne, just so, yeah, so you know what was happening, Anne came to speak at the event and participated in our mastermind weekend and was a guest. And that was fun. It was a very fun, we were just like hanging out on stage. Actually, Anne spoke and then I came up to hang out because I wanted her to share more. I probed a little bit. Slash, and uh, by the way, speaking, but like that was literally the first time I've ever felt like, oh my gosh, maybe I want to do improv comedy. Like literally. Yeah, you're funny. It's true. (laughs) That was so, so screwed up. I was like, why do I feel like I want to (laughs) go? Okay, so. that was really fun. Yeah. So then you, but you weren't just there in LA. I feel like you you packaged in some other trips. No, that was it. I specifically came for client events to LA, and then Lily, my daughter, goes to school. My oldest daughter goes to school in Santa Barbara, so I went up to see her. She hung out. And, oh wait uh, a minute! You actually did go someplace else. You went to the happiest place on earth. Oh, I did. <laughs> I totally forgot that was this year. Oh my gosh. I told you, Anne, it has been a long 12 months. <laughs> okay. I, I went to the happiest place on earth. That was in so, the rain. 
in the rain, pouring rain, because Kelsey, a friend of ours, said, hey, Bob Goff, like, hangs out at Disneyland once a week. So for those of you that don't know Bob, he's an author, and he runs a program about making your dreams come true. And we found him at Disneyland. <laughs> And he was awesome. So- is it, was he on Tom Sawyer's Island? Is that where he is? Yeah, that's where he usually hangs out. But because of the rain, not so much. And then people went, so he treated everyone to lunch. And it was just informal conversation. He said a few words that were totally inspiring. And then people went to ride rides. I did not. I had to go catch a plane back to Ethiopia. <laughs> oh, my goodness. For some reason, I thought you had to make a stop in Chicago or something. But... I don't think that was going on. That That was it. Well, it's been a while and we haven't even really spoken. We spoke maybe a little bit by email, um, but we're at almost at the end of the year when we're recording this and your yearly event is just about to start, which I am thrilled about. I'm thrilled just because I think it's like been one of those things that like remind, like every year I'm like, oh yeah, the planathon's coming soon. I literally say that in my head. I love that. This is seven years and you're not the only person that says that. I seven love your years. Event. Yeah, this is year seven. <laughs> and people ask me, are you coming to the planathon? And, and you know, that's what people tell me. Others say to them, are you going planathon time? What are, what are the planathon dates? They're basically the same dates every year. <laughs> it's pretty easy to get back into, but this day it changed just because the calendar changed one day. <laughs> but same week every year. And it's interesting because planning, at first I thought, you know, is October, well, we really backed it up, is November too early to plan? And I asked the first year, asked the audience, hey, thinking about organizing this planning event. Because a lot of entrepreneurs were asking, how do you plan for your new year? I'm like, oh, I got this. I got this for you guys. So, But people said, no, let's plan now. So the first year, I had it in November by popular demand. But then we backed it up just a little bit because it got kind of close to Thanksgiving for the U.S. Yeah. People, the U.S. planners. So now it's usually starting the last week of October. So it is every year. And I even, Anne... I do my planning actually in July because I start to plan for the planathon. And as I do that, we're reworking our Fresh Start workbook. And a Fresh Start workbook, it's not a daily planner, but it's like a it helps you plan and map out all the pieces of your business yep. for a year at a yep. time. It's amazing. So rework- oh, thank you. And we rework it every year. So I'm like reworking and planning. So I plan in July. Which I mean, that's just that's amazing. High five for that one. <laughs> it felt good this year. Like, I plan, like a really good plan. And this year for me, it was more visioning. I had some new vision, like big ideas come up. That felt good. Yeah, I love that. I, and I think that, I mean, you have to, I feel like you have to do that. You're kind of on like the, it's not truly like a magazine editorial schedule, but you kind of do, you have to plan, you can't just plan with the planathon, you have to plan for the planathon, which then leads into other things that you do for the following, you know, the next year. So your calendar year is a little bit different, which that's actually an interesting thing to think about. Like yeah. how is like everybody's business is sometimes, you know, is structured differently. So yeah, maybe your, your planning so- does happen into the summer. Yeah. I love it. I mean, in either way, I reflect J- July and December every year. 
But it seems that my heavy lifting, and that was the aha I had this year, my heavy lifting really comes in July. But then I look at reports and I analyze and we make changes in December. Like, yeah, I, that sounded so corporate. I look at reports and I analyze, but I do. You know what? <laughs> like, it just sounds like you're that. a grown up because I'm oh. sorry. Like, I feel like this last year um, working with a coach, honestly, I mean, I'll out myself. I look at like data, but I'm not like looking at it like these are the facts that are driving my business and make, helping me make decisions and helping me figure out, okay, well, because of this, we're going to focus on this for the next quarter. And like, I'm not, but you need that stuff. That's the thing is too many people are playing business and not really, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at this point. It's true. I do feel even a little bit more mature in the business life cycle. Like, Oh, we've got a plan. Oh, yeah. And even from the beginning, just because I like looking at numbers, I would sit down and look at them. But now I'm not, there's no playing. It feels very real. And honestly, and so the photography business has been, I've run two businesses, AmberMcHugh.com and the photography business, 3Boudoir.com and not suitable for work or kids. And <laughs> we try to warn people before they get there. Um, we have been running that business almost 10 years. This might be 10 years this fall. I got to double check with Joanna, but we always ran that. I don't even know what I was going to say. Like the way you planned, planned out like a year. Oh yeah. We're always playing. Oh no, I really lost. The You're like, point. I have no clue, but you know what? I wanted to, I wanted to say something too, though, about that business, because it seems really like systematized almost. And it like, you have like a way you do it. There's like a process you take oh, like yeah. from like the way you deal with customers, just what you bring them through and how you. Yeah. There is crazy process there. And that started because we knew we weren't selling a photo shoot. We're selling an experience. Yes. So we started, what's the experience we want to create? And even though photography is in person, of course, it has to happen in person. We use all the online marketing strategies that, you know, you and I have learned as we've come up together and grown together. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. And <laughs> every time I think back to like when Ann and I met, oh, you know, there, there's people like, who are like, you're in that first program. Oh, we started here together. Um, so, and that yes. a lot. Oh. Yeah. We've known each other since literally um, Marie Forleo's first mastermind, which was a virtual mastermind. It was yeah. Rich, Happy, and Hot. Yeah, that's right. Rich, Happy, and Hot. I was hiding that thing. Like, I was hiding that header. Anytime I was in the portal, I swear to God, I was like so free. I was like, oh, what am I doing? Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> but, and it was like a huge investment at the time because I was like the first time that I ever, ever thought about doing like a course or something like that. But it was like so. It was actually my second. The first one I invested in was with Clay Collins, who oh, went yeah, on Clay. to found Lead Pages. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was, he, he, he's so smart. He's brilliant. He is so smart. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yep. I learned our SEO strategies there, and that really got us in a foothold for our photography business. SEO? Oh, yeah, really? Interesting. Yeah. You know, yeah. side note about SEO, like the work that I was doing with Marie at that time, the, the what I was working on was like my Pilates business, and I swear to you, just by employing SEO strategies, people were still calling me for sessions like 
five years after I wasn't doing them anymore. <laughs> They're like, yeah, can we come into your studio? And I'm like, uh, I forgot that listing was still there. Click. And I had, like, literally, Close. Yelp was reaching out to me like, you got some great reviews here and blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe I should start that studio back up. We're in Seattle now. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That would be fun. Yeah. So anyway, so obviously you've had like, you have that business which has a lot of process to it and probably has a bit of a different planning and way you plan out your years. But I'm sure you have recurring like, okay, it's Valentine's Day. Okay. It's, there's like different things throughout the year you can kind of count on that there might be a little burst of activity. 100%. My business partner just put in our Slack channel. All right. Here's, here's our Black Friday breakdown. and go. So yeah, there are definitely those things that you learn. And that's something that has really benefited us in the photography business is rinse and repeat. Like this works. And what we try to do across the board is don't wait until something is totally broken to try something new. Like for example, we really got things taken off on Groupon And we started to notice like, okay, the algorithm, things are changing on Groupon. Um, You know, the landscape was changing for us. So we saw a smidge of a decline. It wasn't like a desert or disaster yet, but we started to see a smidge of decline. So that's when we're like, okay, we got to really focus on ramping up our Facebook ads. So at any given time, there isn't just one strategy that we are doing, you know, putting all of our eggs in one basket on from a marketing perspective, but We've been Groupon, Facebook ads. Now we're seriously starting to look at some other alternatives. I'm just this week talking to like, all right, what are some other strategies that we need to employ in getting some proposals? But we've also had the same offer for almost the entirety of the business after three years. And so seven years, we've had the same offer and the same products and just, it works. Yeah. I actually, I remember because um, someone from the team talked, at the mastermind about it and about and it was just so fascinating hearing how you were bringing on new photographers and different people but since that process is so clear like your marketing is where you get to be creative and you get to like bring more people in yeah but like once you have that process down it's just about like making sure it's still working there's someone who can like kind of bring that to new people in there and yes and then it also flips to nurturing and loving up your team. So we've got over 20 contractors who are now working in that business. And we like, I truly love them all. Everybody, you know, everybody's different. We really embrace a freedom value in that business. Both my business partner and I, like we don't want another job. We want freedom. So we embrace that not just for ourselves, but everyone. And that's, that's what I get really excited about. Like how do to rise together. We actually, and do you know about our, our sister brand? I do. We created. Oh, wait oh, a second. Yeah, Maybe do. I do. Wait a minute. But yeah, you do. You did the guest thing for it. That's right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So empower and rise. Yes. And one of our, yeah, another core value, empower and rise. We empowered women, empower women, and we rise together. So we see when a woman walks out of a photo shoot, whoa, like different person is walking out the door than came in. And it was just a photo shoot, right? Yeah. Just a photo shoot. But we see that and we want that feeling for women everywhere. So we know not everyone's ready. Not everyone has access to a boudoir shoot. So we started empowerandrise.com so we can send daily love notes to women everywhere. And women can write in love notes that go out to everyone else. 
I love that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and I love that. I think that's amazing. And you're still give, able to give people a little bit of that, that taste of that feeling because, girl, in May, <laughs> I had, like, I started getting photo shoots with this photographer that I'm working with now. And, like, we usually do one every month or one couple months. In the summer, there were there was a little bit more time, but, like, you know, and I got to tell you that the experience was unbelievable. I felt like it was transformative on like crazy level. So, yes, yes. And I just interviewed him for the podcast. He just went live last week. So, um, which it was more of like a weird conversation. I just wanted to honor him for what he gave to me. That was such a gift, you know? Yeah. Um, so anyways, but I just, I, first of all, I love that you have this successful business that's like outside business in a way, because it also yeah. allows you to kind of play a little bit. It sounds it like. It really does. And that's, you know, as I think that actually probably held me back a little bit when I was starting my business, because I have a business consulting background and I worked in a talent management consulting firm and, um, we, I kept telling myself, like, I've got to have experience to be able to help other people grow their business. And I had experience. I've worked with some pretty great companies and some pretty great leaders. But it really helps me see, like, oh, no, you're doing it. You can do this. These things work. And it is a bit of a playground, especially if one is ahead of the other. And so many times, someone in the photography business will come back to me and say, oh, we should try this. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't even think how that translated from the consulting world to here or here to there. But so much does, which it's incredible. Yeah, it is fun to have that playground. And I also think that, like, you know, just moving back to, like, Planathon and the other things that you're doing as well, which we'll talk about, um, that it it helps also everybody on this kind of side of the fence go, oh, look, look you know, if they d- dig in a little bit, they'll see what's going on. That like you're yeah. you're not just teaching, you're actually doing and you're building and you're growing something, you know? So Teaching, building, growing, stumbling, failing. You know, the planathon is crazy busy and we love it. Like it's a wonderful thing. So my work hours like quadruple in planathon season and it's so good. I also just realized today, like, uh oh, I only worked out two days last week. For the last three months, I've been working out three days a week. Last week was only two months. Okay, gotta go to four this week so I can make it up. I just did sit ups and push ups today and we're counting it. And that <laughs> but is counting, yeah. It totally counts. My abs are nice. They're all they're getting there. I mean, they're tighter than they were. <laughs> okay, you might but, just inspire me to get back on it as well because it's just like sometimes it's so easy just to like be in the hours and you're like, did I eat? Exactly. And that was a game changer for me that started, honestly, this summer. I was mentioning to Anne before we hopped on the line that I had some health changes and some discoveries. Like, oh, okay, I got to reset my body a little bit. Yeah. And after we reset those things, Oh my gosh. So that's what prompted me to. And by the way, I'm very happy about, about that. You've been, are you still doing Pilates like reformer? Are you doing reformer Pilates like on the machine? Do they have that there? Some places do. They're hard to find. Someone was selling one once and I think I missed the boat. It's a flipping game changer. That's a game changer. The reformer. It's like a, you can buy one for a thousand bucks. That's a good one. In the U S you can. Oh geez. You're right. 
And then getting then 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 getting that anywhere, shipping that anywhere is like a nightmare. Gosh, we might though. Okay, so we're in Africa, living in Africa in Ethiopia right now, and at the end of the school year, we are moving to Zimbabwe. So I might be able to do a shipment then. Yeah. Food, internet, and Amazon orders. We can still do some Amazon. We just have size limits and we can't do liquids. And it doesn't, two day prime means three weeks. <laughs> but it's okay. That's good. It helps you kind of like figure, it helps you plan. <laughs> you plan, you get present. And that actually has been a game changer in coming yeah. to Africa. I'm so much more present. Oh, I love that. Life How are your is- girls loving it? Oh my gosh, they love the school. Oh my gosh, get this. Entrepreneurs, you're going to love this. The school here, the, the um, Tim Stewart, the head of school, and his team, he's bringing in a you know, great team who believes in this also, experiential learning. So for the last six weeks of the year, the kids all picked something they're interested in, something they wanted to explore, and they built a project around it, project planning skills, They had to identify who they're going to interview, team building and interviewing skills. They had to, I mean, just, and then it goes on and on. Everything you think about a project. (laughs) (laughs) And I loved it. And not all the parents loved it. Oh my gosh. You're like, are you joking me? (laughs) I know. So so if you, yeah, I don't think anyone, maybe no one who goes by. (laughs) I love it. We'll make sure to run some ads for that target those people. (laughs) Not kidding. No, but that's, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I actually love it when, when like, uh, there's like that entrepreneurial piece that can come in and I'm constantly now more than ever, I'm just making sure Mila knows that, you know, Mila right now, like she's, she's an artist and I might just cry because when I see her work, I'm like, what the heck? Like it is literally that it's not even just like, Oh, my kid made a scribble. Mila's done those too, but she's like, legit a character designer and we went to comic-con and just saw like people's books and i was just like i wasn't saying anything because i know when when i start to say stuff neil's like well that's not me you know she'll like get kind of sassy about it but i, I keep telling him like you know Mila, with what you have right now you literally could make journals with something on the front you could literally sell your art right now you could literally make i like want her to know she has something right now that if she wanted to make money with she could that is and it's incredible. Like, when I see that, I'm just like, yay. <laughs> it's so cool to see their talents emerge. It reminds me in high school, I had a friend who is an incredibly talented artist. He, he signs comic books at Comic-Con now. And he... Uh, Maybe we saw him. <laughs> I know, you might have actually. I know he's in Denver a lot, San Diego he's been to. But he, um, it was a challenge for him because we were from a small town and you could see his talent. You could see that's exactly what he should be doing with the rest of his life. And there was resistance to that. Yeah. And there was a lot. You could see him like working to overcome that. By the way, that creative spirit, no matter what it, how it expresses itself, I feel like it is a tug. Of, like, I no matter how much I tell her that she's amazing, she doesn't believe it. So, anyways, that's like a whole other thing oh. that we're working through. She's like, well, it's probably not that good. But I don't know if she's doing it to get me to say it is good. And I'm like, Mila, mommy has worked okay. with artists before. This is the same. Like, you, you're like, a, like, it's good stuff. I mean, it's. 
Anyways, let's go back to the planathon because, like, legit. Okay, so so the planathon happens um, starting on the 28th. The 28th, we are pre-partying before the 28th. We officially start on the 28th. And the lineup, okay, so the planathon. We come together, we plan. I talk, we do some strategy, like some big picture stuff together. I like the research. We pull in a little science, but we make it practical. And all everything's oriented to get you results and help you step into action in the year ahead. So we're building a plan that makes sense for you, your business, so you can get in action. And the speakers take the stage. Five speakers take the virtual stage in our Facebook group every day and they're amazing they bring such good stuff i just literally saw the the picture i was like i was so excited i'm like oh my gosh (laughs) it's so fun and probably people some people you've heard of some people you haven't and actually that the roots of the planathon we started because like there is so much talent out here i'm gonna i want to grab people that maybe you know, people haven't heard of. And I try, I went back to that. There's a good mix this year of like some people you've never heard of, but they're brilliant. And other people and faces, you know. You know, you, you pro- love. Yes. I, <laughs> I love, I love that. And because I, I'm the same way, I'm always looking for new voices that I'm like, I don't think too, enough people have heard about from that person. You right. know? And I think you do that too, which I love, nurturing, right. nurturing. So that. Hard. And so, it's hard because. I fall in love with people and I'm pretty loyal. And this year I was super intentional. I'm like, Amber, you got to like open, open up open the doors. <laughs> exactly. Open and that was, it's a beautiful thing. That's it's, I love learning from new people. Yeah. I, I love that too. Um, so it lasts for five days. And of course, because this is about launching, I, I know that you generally open the doors to something and I think you only open it like, once a year? Do you only want to do it once a year? Once or? this year. Once this year. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And what is that? Can that you tell is. Me? I can. <laughs> Are it's you allowed to talk about it? I'm like, oh, God. Okay, Secret. say it again because okay. I just totally talked over you. T- t- what is that again? The name of the implementation incubator and online mastermind that we open after the planathon is freshly implemented and it's a continuation of the planathon because we fine-tune plans if necessary but more importantly it's the implementation incubator it's the space you come to stay in action because and this is how freshly implemented was founded i observed that so many people you've got the information You've taken the course, or maybe you bought the course and didn't take it, <laughs> or just got a little ways into it. No, no one's shame. ever done no that. No one's it's ever all done right that. on time. <laughs> <laughs> but I think what's so important is that yeah, even if you've got all the information, you might use that at the right time. But if you don't have an implementation plan, like information's great, but if it sits on a shelf, like what's good's it doing any of us? So what we try to do is take that information, take your business strategy, and really ensure we're implementing on the right things day to day, week to week, month to month. Because I know I've focused on some shiny objects over the years. Yeah, so I mean we- it's it's so easy to focus 
on other things or the wrong things because they feel like you're in action. They feel like it's the action, but it's not the action usually. (laughs) It's not. And there's that adrenaline rush that comes like, I am getting it done. Today I am so productive. Exactly. But, oh, did you do the big thing? Did you do what I call your $100 bills, your money makers, or the things that really take care of your clients? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that one's, and that's, and honestly, I think everyone probably, I mean, I'm just thinking of people that I know that I've talked to about this. Everybody comes to that point where they're like, okay, I haven't been focusing on the right things. And you just have to get, you know, crystal clear about it. So you can either do it now or later, but now is usually probably a good time to look at it. Yeah. And actually that's a great point. If that is, if anybody's saying, oh, that sounds like me. Yeah. Follow that nudge, that calling to start to get some focus. Yeah. You're right on time. Yeah. You're right on time. I love that. The right on time because (laughs) I mean, I feel like our conversation today earlier was right on time. Uh, And I mean, and, um, I also want to, I want to tell you about something that I didn't tell you about, like that, that I'm probably going to have to come to you for help on to keep it going is actually there's a, there's an event that we're, I'm going to be announcing soon with someone else and it's happening in next year. And it is all about this idea of not even just right on time and taking, but actually like, cause once you take a certain number of these steps, you actually can experience like a velocity kind of like in your business in like, but it takes a little bit of that implementation and you need that focus before you actually, actually yeah. make, and that's actually what the thing is called, but we'll okay. I'm table. No, it's called velocity. Oh, velocity. That's good. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying is like, if creating something like even that requires that kind of implementation, that guided implementation, like, okay, you got to, are you focused on this, 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 instead of whatever that stupid graphic was you made, you know? (laughs) No joke, a client. So in Freshly Implemented, we have some group stuff. We have a masterminding element once a month. We have some co-working, but I also do what we call back pocket one-on-ones. And those are just on the fly. You need, when you need to talk, like let's hash it out. Cause you can't always wait until the group thing. And sometimes you want to talk it out versus type it out. Like what? So we try, we want to be there when you need support so you can stay in action. So I had a back pocket one-on-one with a client and we mapped out a strategy and her focus is very clear. Marketing. Number one priority, marketing, marketing, marketing. She's got incredible systems in place. She's got locations. She's like solid marketing. So she came to me four days later, the weekend passes. She messages me Monday morning. So I've got this idea. I'm just wondering if that you think that's a distraction. Should I just focus on what we talked about? And that is, I'm like you, I'm so glad you messaged me. Yeah. That's a great idea. Priority, still marketing. <laughs> yeah. And if she's like, I've got 90 minutes. Should I do it? Should I not? Nope. Do the marketing. Do the marketing. And if it's not flowing, right? Because sometimes you just like, I, I can't do marketing, right? I, I got nothing. Then go do that other thing because it's still going to help you. Yeah. But if you've got it in you, focus on the marketing. Right. And, and, right? And it's, we all do it. Yeah. And I'm so grateful she re- reached out because that's sometimes what you need. Just a well, pulse check. From what I've heard from various people who've been with you getting those back pocket sessions, essentially, 
I mean, that's that's what it's about is being able to to like reach out to someone like, hey, this is going on. Am I doing the right thing? Am I headed in the right direction? Is this a good idea? Am I wasting my time? Why am I fo- should I be focused on it? like all of that is really important and I think it's the thing that most people just don't know what to even though they think they know what to do next, they're not actually doing the right next thing. Yeah. You know? And sometimes that plan like I am so lucky on the photography business side that my business partner and a couple people from our team, we can sit down and hash things out. And I'm not doing it in a vacuum. And so I saw that and want to be, you know, the really more affordable business partner (laughs) to right other business owners who don't necessarily have a partner or we've got a team here, but we want some outside perspective. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So what do you think in terms of you, you mentioned something before about right on time. So talk to me about that. Because I feel that. I feel like so many things are like right on time. Like time. That's a gift that come you on, feel rant that. on Be- it, girl. <laughs> Don't talk to yeah. me. Yeah. So in 2014, this, this is a long history. Okay. I started saying okay. to my clients, Don't worry about it. You're right on time. When they would say, I'm sorry, I'm late. Something came up. I have to cancel that call. I'm like, Oh, like no problem. And I was coached. Prior to that, by some coaches who were like, you don't be late. If you're late, you're disrespecting me. And they don't need boundaries. I'm like, well, maybe their kids just got sick. Or maybe they're, we're late to that call because we've got some a mindset, something going on. Like, let's dig into that. There's an action for a reason. What is it? And sometimes it's just, right, external circumstances. Sometimes it's internal. But there's a reason. So I started gifting this right on time idea to my clients. And in the fall of 2016, I shared that idea with my clients at an event. And one year later, I realized I was not gifting that to myself. So fall of 2017, maybe summer, but really fall was when I was like, you know what? You are right on time also, Amber. And I was still... (laughs) pressure on myself like no you can't be late you have to be there on time but like like on time by the clock so I right on time asked for lessons and patience and surrender like I need I've really got to chill I gotta calm down so first the lessons came the kids are fighting oh patience it's okay they're right on time it's surrender and then Harper's throwing massive temper tantrum that we're worried someone's gonna call the police it's okay Right on time. Just oh, sit next to her. The joys of raising daughters with high school, exactly. with like spirited, very, you know, wimp, wimp, young ladies. <laughs> oh boy. The We're raising women warriors. So what do you expect? Okay. Exactly. <laughs> this could backfire. The, oh, but then the challenges started getting bigger. We were supposed to move to the Congo in on March 13th. 2018. So we're supposed they're, they're they're packing up our house on March 8th, and my husband called and said, "Oh, we're not moving." I'm like, well, yeah, we actually already moved. Our house is empty, <laughs> and we were living in a temp apartment at the time. They took everything. We're down to eight suitcases, and you no, know, we're not moving. So the situation in the Congo escalated. And they really wanted him to be set up for success. So they said, your French is good, but you have to learn more French. 
So we were supposed to fly on March 13th. We ended up not moving to the Congo at all. We moved to Ethiopia and we moved to Ethiopia on August 14th after 13 moves. And then we got to Ethiopia and we kept moving until our house was ready. And it was about the June mark. I was kicking myself for asking for those lessons in patience and surrender. But on the flip side, the gift that we had was we really embraced this way of right on time living. And it has changed the game for how we show up, how I show up in my business, how I show up with my team, how I show up with my kids, my husband, how we show up for each other. I mean, the stories are so fun and so incredible and it's everywhere. People say you're late. No, actually I'm right on time. I don't want to make up any kind of predictions here, but if you don't, if you aren't formulating this into something that is going somewhere else, then I, I mean, I, I'm sure you are. I can already feel it. Yeah. I'm 15,000 words into the book with just story. Like, cause, and then as I'm planning this, I realized my right on time way of living started when I had my first daughter, Lily, freshman year, Christmas break of college. And if she was two days earlier, I would have missed finals. If she was any later, I wouldn't have been able to go back to school on time. So right on time. And so story after story, as we look at this and I paused after 15,000 words, cause I, there's a little bit something brewing. And someone asked me like, no, it's ready. It's ready now. I'm like, Mm-mm. right on time. Right on time. Right on time. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I just love, there's so many like parallels. I will just talk to you about that later. Like not even right on time, but just like having kind of like that kind of personal mantra really is life changing. It is. A, <laughs> and I think it could be anything, right? Whatever you hear. No, I'm going to cry. Whatever you hear, whatever that calling is, that nudge, that push, that inside your gut, you know, you need to do differently. You need to ask for. And when I asked for those lessons in patience and surrender, oh, I was in a rough spot. <laughs> there was stuff going on, right? Yeah. And I know for you listening, maybe you had stuff going on at some point, but you know there's something different whether it's starting a business or making a relationship change or right doing something for your kids or changing your life entirely, whatever it is, it's right on time to start listening to whatever that nudge is for you. Yeah. Right on time. And, and you and know what? I got to, I got to just say, um, while I let you, while I let you breathe for a moment <laughs> that, no. I mean, you might people listening might not have expected us to talk about this in relation to the planathon, but remember what right. I but before like right on time. But but planning actually is so much more than just setting fake dates on a calendar and like and saying I'm gonna and like plan, and scheduling your life out. It's more than that. It's actually because yeah. like I, I know then right on time means that you might make a plan. But you know it's going to change. And yeah. you know it's going to fluctuate. So, but I was reading this book, um, and you have it. I can't wait to get that version of it. The Science of right. Success, okay. the Science of Getting Rich is one part of it. And one part of that um, 
framework is planning because planning unlocks it opens up your subconscious your creative mind and really actually gets you thinking how you're gonna do whatever it is you want to do whatever that nudge is you know it is and I totally we're gonna talk about this actually in the first day of the planathon we talk about how goal setting impacts your subconscious which you were talking about yeah. from the book also and uh, how it impacts your subconscious and things just start to work and for you and it kickstarts a manifesting process whether it's vision manifesting subconscious all of these things work together and start to move you down the path towards your goals and i there's a safari analogy um we were way lost on a safari oh my gosh i is this the, okay yes yeah and simon so like we're late we're in the i'm sorry guys we're late we're in the savannah at dark. You're not supposed to be there because of the animals. And it's a little bit unsafe, but thing after thing happened that slowed us down on getting to our camp. And so you're late, you're late, you're late, you're late. But we knew, well, we knew, of course, we were right on time. We're looking at each other like, he's crazy. We're not late. It's okay, Simon. But we're on our way. And we knew we were headed to our destination. But it was a little bit like, it was actually behind. We couldn't exactly see it because it was too far in the distance. It's a bit of a mirage. And it's behind a group of trees. Simon said, just keep looking for the trees. It's okay, there are a lot of trees in the savannah. I mean, they're spread apart, but there are some trees out there. He's like, the trees should be on our right. But that's a little bit what planning's like. Like you don't have, you don't know exactly what it looks like, but you create a vision. And even if it's a bit of a mirage, you'd start taking steps towards it. Because if you don't get in action, you're not going anywhere. Like, so why not? Let's get in action together and your path may change and the plans to your point may change. And that's why sometimes I even tell my clients, like don't even, I talk about 90 day planning, right? Mm -hmm. And don't even do a 90 day plan. If you can't see that far, just start with a week. Like, okay, we need to get market research first. Then another back pocket one-on-one or meet me in the group and share the research and we'll identify the next step. And then your one week plan moves into the next week, moves into the next week. And then we have a clear picture, at least, you know, a few steps in front of us and we can build a 90 day plan. For sure. Oh my gosh. It's, you know, and actually it's interesting. It's like almost anything that you would take on in your business. I think people think that they need to push a button and have everything running but you actually have to build stamina for yourself. Yeah. Like, so planning is just like that. You're, you're building your planning stamina. So maybe it's like, okay, I'm going to plan my day. Yeah. And maybe it's going to turn into, I can plan a couple days this week. And then, you know, you build it up, like you said. It's so good. And I think while you're building that stamina to execute and get in action, I would also encourage you to build the focus muscle. And yes. you're right, you're building stamina and retraining ourselves from shiny object syndrome and multitasking to focus, which is going to get us more traction. So good. I'm just like, I'm ready for the planathon. Let's do this. <laughs> Start it tomorrow, please. Just kidding. Well, actually, when, when this goes live, it will just be a couple days away. So make sure you, you know. Sign up for that. We'll make sure you have all the links for that. So, yeah. so you have right on time and you have the focus and you have, you know, building up like plan for how far you can see. Um, yeah. What else? What else? What else is in there? Like, what can you tell us about fresh? That's like, maybe like, 
you know, having that like back pocket, somebody's in your back pocket all the time. That's huge. And it's not just me that's in your back pocket, by the way, we have a team of coaches with different areas of expertise. So I don't even, I don't claim to have all the answers. You don't have to have all the answers for your business, but this is a great community to tap into. Like Facebook ads aren't working. Actually, someone just posted, oh my gosh, Facebook's going crazy right now. Oh, no. We got it. Anybody have Mark's number? I could, can I call Mark? I'm kind of <laughs> like, I kind of paused some campaigns. So maybe that was a good thing while I figure things out. Yeah. Last week went wild. Multiple people restricted access. There was some like, uh, some hacking stuff. There were some IP address stuff. There were accounts shut down. Like there was some a little bit of crazy happening. Who knows what the real real is, but oh my goodness, it impacted a lot of people I know. And someone popped in the group and said, oh, I've got this issue. Well, we've got a Facebook ads expert and we've got a digital marketing expert and we've got a podcast expert and a money mindset expert. There are 12 coaches. So we really try and know we, we, we're not everything to everyone, However, we, again, want to keep you in action and want to be able to remove as many roadblocks as possible so you just have some speed bumps. Yeah, I would, I would even assume that there's like the collective wisdom of the amazing people in yeah. there along with you. There's always going to be people who've like got additional, it just yeah. happens. Yes, like there are people creating summits together. There are people who, oh, I've been through that, right? And that's the power of the mastermind. And I, for a little while, I joined in-person masterminds. Fabulous, love the in-person element with it, which is why we have one bonus event a year for everyone in Fresh and two for Accelerate. I'm going to try, well, it's one that's on the calendar for next year. Accelerate's that top tier of Freshly Implemented. And I'm going to see if I can get a Safari organized as well. So fingers crossed in Zimbabwe, but so that'll be a bonus event for Accelerate if I can make it happen. But we have one event a year, but I am now just going back to a virtual mastermind myself because I know how much it's impacted my business and I can't travel back, you know, to a quarterly in-person mastermind right now just doesn't work for where I live. Um, but I just am rejoining a virtual mastermind next month myself because it's power. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I've been looking for another one or the one I was in. It wasn't actually a mastermind. I thought it was, but it actually wasn't. So I'm looking for that because for me, I am now in a better position to travel and, you know, go with, go with even Mila is fine. Cause she's, gone to many events with me and just loved it. And of course they make her the little star of the show because you know, <laughs> they have to, I don't know. She it. But yeah, I, I agree. I feel like no matter how you can get that, it's not even just a community of the mastermind is like a little bit higher level and it allows you to, you know, get that help from people who hopefully you want the room to be way smarter than you in a lot of ways. Yeah. So I love that. Um, what else are you, what else is happening right on time right now? Anything, anything like right except this time. amazing conversation? I am so fun. <laughs> the other thing that's happening right on time in just life perspective is I'm doing a ton of volunteering right now. And that's I amazing. feel like, 
Yeah, that was also, I, that was crazy right on time. Because in the States, it's a totally different vibe. And my pace of life is very different here. Um, Elsa Isaac, a friend, said, enjoy the slower, richer pace of life in Ethiopia. She was actually from Eritrea, a neighboring country. And it's so true. And it freed up and opened so much up for me. And so I've been volunteering a lot. And that feels really cool. By the way, speaking of like random brilliance, this is something I got to take on a project after the planet. <laughs> well, I have two potential projects. My taxi driver needs a car because he drives a blue taxi that is old, like old, old, like Mazda something 1984. Are you going to start like a taxi transportation thing? No, they, no, I, they, somebody beat me to it here. There's like the Uber of Ethiopia is called Ride, but Nesvin can't drive for Ride because his car is too old. So he's like, can you, like, what can we do here? He's got part of the money raised. Cars are really expensive here. There's a, like, a let's say a five bazillion percent markup. That's a car that he needs would cost 500,000 Ethiopian burr. So I'm thinking, this will be right on time after the planathon, maybe. Still <laughs> You see, this is how Amber plans. It's like, right on time, maybe. But it is there. Like, you can still see it. Yeah, it's just fuzzy, really fuzzy. <laughs> it's in the distance, on the horizon. I could, okay, he and he brought up crowdfunding, and he's got a couple of other people from the UK and Canada and wherever that he's drove with before. It's like, you guys could do it together. I'm like, oh boy. But he needs, it's, it would be 10,000 US dollars. And then my other project, I know, I'm like, okay, I really got to hustle for that one. <laughs> so I'm, I'm more strategizing. I'm starting to collect video so people can get to know him, incredible person. And then one of our nannies, she worked in du Dubai or Saudi Arabia for a while, took a break when she came back to Ethiopia, took a five year break and published two books. Our nanny is a twice published author and she's brilliant. And so what I wanna do, another project right on time in the future, <laughs> is, this is all, yes, all the personal and professional planning is get her books translated so I can so I can read them, number one, and then so I can share them because one is fiction and one is about a story of a friend of hers who was living and working in Saudi Arabia and the cover in and of itself is hard to look at. So I that's going to, I think, tell some stories in the social justice space that I think could go a long way, but I haven't read it yet. Those are, that's amazing. I mean, I, I think it's like just a testament to that all around you, there are these ideas and opportunities and things that you can help bring into the world. And, you know, sometimes they're going to be your own, but you can be just as inspired about somebody else's kind of gifts. Oh. And, you know, you're the driver of the taxi. I'm assuming it's just like the guy you call every time you're like, you're picking me up. Yeah. You're the one. Cause like when you, yeah. when you find people you trust, you stick with yeah. them, you know, and like nannies and drivers and photographers and oh. also hairstylists designer. Yeah. There's and certain like <laughs> anybody that's doing stuff for you. You're like, you're in my inner circle now. I will do anything for you. <laughs> yeah. And we really embrace that core value of family in our business, in our lives. And it's funny when we started working, well, we got our taxi driver and there's a security guard out front and then the nanny, they're like, they had started telling each other, like, it's not like we're working. 
it's like we're family. I'm like, oh, they said that. They they that. know. They know. Yeah. But you know what? It's it's like the the after um, seeing you with your daughter, your sisters in, yeah. in LA at the Mastermind. I was just like, my actually my sister's helping with the event because it's been my dream. I'm just like. Katie, dude, just go get Audacity or GarageBand. Learn how to like edit, and you're gonna be my podcast producer, boo. You know, like I want her in the fold because why not? Why, why? not? So much fun, and yeah, sometimes it doesn't go well. But my family has started and stopped with me a lot, mm-hmm. and as long as you know, it's not personal. Like yeah. even with employees, when something doesn't work or contractors, it's not personal. In 99.9% of the situation. It can be personal People, with your sisters though. <laughs> it, that's true. That's true. But, but at least you can like, say uh, it. You or, can even say it though. You could say, you could be like, you're like, what the hell? <laughs> exactly. Like just put it to the surface. And they, my sister, actually my friend, she was an intern for me at first. One of my sisters, all my family, we've all worked together. And um, she was an intern and she was really struggling. And so I had to remember like, okay, you're not my sister. I got to really support you. You're an intern. And then she quit for a while. Lily worked for me. My oldest daughter worked for me a while. And we, it took a while for us to find stuff she really enjoyed and was in her zone of genius. So I need you to do this. And I want to do that, mom. Like, just do it. And then she sucked at it. <laughs> and we were really open. And then once I fired Lily... And she's like, mom, I don't think you fired me. I think I quit. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, I guess you did. <laughs> you're like, you're fine. Yeah. I'm like waiting. Okay, meal's 11. Um, sometimes Lily, I just put the thing in her ear like, you can design a new logo for, or a logo for me if you want. Just do it. Whatever it has to be. Okay. Two things on this. <laughs> Lily started sending, curating quotes for me for Twitter when she was 10. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I like this. I like this. (laughs) And the second thing, which I did not know at the time, please, disclaimer, I am not an accountant. Check with your CPA on this or do the appropriate Google research. But when your kids work for you, I, I think it's if they're under 18, you're not, you don't have to pay certain taxes. So they get a tax benefit, you get a tax benefit, and then it starts to instill value. So we just started that. My girls are helping me all the time. They're holding up the video camera. They're in the photos. They're in the videos. They're doing all sorts of work with me. And um, so I'm starting to that with my two younger daughters now. And the older one is so excited. She's like, wait, I can save money? I can spend money. I'm like, whoa. Control spending. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> exactly. Oh, I love that. I love that. Getting your kids involved. I love it. I it's mean, I feel like I, I have to be very careful. I have to like kind of like let her think it's her idea and all of that. And it actually kind of has to be her idea or she has no interest. She's like, are you trying to like have me do something for your business? Like, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, Lily was motivated by rewards money. Yeah. So I I paid her cash. I didn't know about these benefits, like the benefits that we could have, but. Yeah, maybe I will. I'll tell her like, you know, you want that little, those little anime pins that you seem to need, you know. Find five quotes. <laughs> it's something to do. So you can Here, take this iPad, go find five quotes. <laughs> 
They have to be good ones. <laughs> yeah, and they have to be good, really inspiring ones about, you know, life and stuff. <laughs> and bonus points if people share them 10 she times. She will find me memes, though. She Ooh, will. She's a real, it. She she's like, Mommy, you've never seen that? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. I mean, we literally, I'm sure we have a lot of kids' stories to sell. To sell. Oh my God, to tell. <laughs> there might be some in the book to sell also. Yes. The yes. other thing, speaking of kids and working for us, and did you know I finished a book this year? No, I didn't. I finished this. So, planning extraordinary. This was like microcosm of planning. I was going to writing retreats here. Some friends got together and we were doing writing retreats. That's how I got my 15,000 words. And I realized I was at a stopping point, but I've been talking about this book, How to Clone Yourself, for years. And so I'm like, oh, I'm going to start that. And I started organizing and I started writing, rewriting, and I realized I could get 100 words done in whatever amount of time. And then I realized, okay, the kids are going to be out of school soon. We're going to be back in the States. I want to do something big before we leave Ethiopia. Like, I think I have just enough time to finish that book if I work eight hours a day and focus only on that. Talk about the power of focus and planning in a microcosm. 65,000 words later and one day early, I finished the book and sent it to the content editor. Oh my gosh. So, I hope so good. Where next year. When can I get this? I'm like, when can I get Next year. That's Plan amazing. Now. Next year. Next Plan year. Time today. How to clone yourself tomorrow. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I actually remember joining your challenge for that at like the, oh literally the last night of the challenge. And I'm like, ah, what, am I late? Nope. You're right on time. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I that that program, I, I used that because it was really like, I was still trying, I was trying to get my systems in order and all that. I definitely need to clone myself. I still do. Oh, <laughs> so. The best thing ever. But it's the awesome. best. That's yeah. amazing. I love that. You have so much going on. I don't even know what to do except, okay, guys, if you just want to get to know more about Amber, just first the Planathon. Is there like a easy link that we can share like verbally right now? And then I'll also put it in the show notes. Yeah, the the link is theplanathon.com forward slash Anne. Okay, I love it. That's easy. That's easy. Yeah. And then, yeah. Um, yeah, and then just join for that because I think that's, oh my gosh, that's where it starts is the plan. It really does start there. Again, even if it's faded or foggy, fuzzy, someone actually came in and said, I've been doing the planathon for years. I still don't know exactly what I'm doing right on time. Like it is going to hit you like a light bulb. So wherever, whatever stage you are at in your business, there's 100% something in the planathon that you will get out of it. Yeah, I yeah. have to agree. And it's one of the best, most active communities that I've ever seen during a challenge. Like I'll go in there after like my video is up. I'll be like, holy mother. There's a lot. Like, like it's, it's amazing. It feels awesome to go in there and read all of those comments. It's so good. I love it. I love the connection, right? And that leads right to freshly implemented that connection. We're working on similar topics, goals, dreams together. And it, it just elevates speaking of velocity and it magnifies and multiplies everything. 
Where are you going to be in January? Ethiopia? Of this year? Yeah. You're going to be in Ethiopia. Are you going to be in LA by any chance? That's so funny. We're, I don't know. We're working on 2020 plans still. Well, 10 through the 12th. Just saying. 10 through the 12th. <gasps> okay. Let's keep talking. Okay. <laughs> okay. So though, go to the link, the planethon forward slash Anne. I'm theplanathon.com forward slash Anne. And then I'll make sure that that link is in the show notes. So if you're on your app, you can just kind of swipe down or something and look and it'll be there or over on the blog. And you just have to join. I mean, it is probably one of the the best. It's actually the only event that I actually pay attention to during the year. Like I, you know, I see a lot of different things happening. And even when I'm involved in them, I'm usually not fully there except for the planet <laughs> me too i am way there in the planet side <laughs> yeah yeah amber's oh all up in that so i may not sleep that week <laughs> but you better <laughs> but you know? i better it's yeah. true make sure you have like your food your daily harvest plan maybe no maybe. not in ethiopia but i'll get with I'll, something I'll set like up that yeah there's nothing and then your I, workouts yeah all of that make sure that that's I'll, happening and I'm almost out of melatonin. I gotta figure out how I can get the melatonin for the planethon. Oh my gosh, there's this stuff. I'm gonna just. I think you can get it from a different, a few different companies. Like Organifi sells it, and Moon Juice also sells it. It's called Cosmic Gold, and it's like a turmeric, which is anti-inflammatory, but it also yeah. has this, these other adaptogen herbs which calm your nervous system and l- less decrease stress. That Cosmic yeah. Gold. Oh my Cosmic God. Gold? With like van- unsweetened vanilla almond milk in like, it's so, what? It's so yeah. crazy good. Okay. Maybe I'll get that in a month or so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Amber, I love you to death. I'm so excited we got to chat. And um, I know we have, we, we could honestly just keep going, but we don't want to, you know keep you guys here all day like hopefully you like drove around the block a few extra times just to finish listening to us (laughs) well that would be me in my car that's what I do so I love it I love it so awesome we'll see you at the planathon I'm just going to assume you're going to be there Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Got some got some little tips and insights into your making your own plans and actually embracing this idea that we are right on time and that there there really is no one rushing us besides ourselves. We're the only ones who hold those high expectations of when we need to do things by what time and and how that kind of unfolds in our lives. Uh, clearly, Amber and I both have very different but very similar journeys in the way that we've allowed our businesses and our lives to unfold and man her year of just moving and moving and moving and now she's in Ethiopia just that just I'm like that woman is a lioness champion oh my goodness so if you want to join the the planathon make sure you do it okay it starts Monday the 28th which if you're listening to this when we recorded it when I released it it's just a few days before, so make sure to look at the show notes, click on the links, and get on in there. It's an amazing event. I'm one of the speakers, but there's a ton of other people you're going to recognize, a lot of new faces, new voices maybe you haven't heard from before, and 
Man, we have a ton of fun. That is literally the best community I've ever been part of online. And and just this kind of event is just so unique. So I want you to head over there, okay? I'll see you in the Planathon. And then we'll be back next week with our regularly scheduled episode of the Fearless Launching Show. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you soon.